For as much as you know that you are not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Jesus, of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. We can come to this table with confidence, knowing that this blood, that, that, that what, what this table represents, the blood of Christ, the body of Christ, that it was shed for us and its blood was presented in heaven. Not just any blood. This is the innocent blood. This is the, the blood that never sinned. See, the blood points to the life. Jesus had a perfect, impeccable life, not just before men, although it was, before God, yeah. the judge of all, the one who could see into the secret parts of man. Yeah. He saw Christ and he said, holy, righteous, yeah. without spot. This is the one that, that, that his blood was spilled for you to take away sin. See, technically, his blood was for God. But see, it was to provoke God to, to do away with sin. It was done. When Jesus was on the cross, he said, it is finished. What was he talking about? Salvation had been appropriated. Jesus had taken away sin. He had destroyed the devil, the one who had the power of death, and he pleased God in his death. He yes. pleased him. Yes. Yes. See, his whole life was leading up to this one act Amen. when he would lay down his life right. for the sin of the world, and he would redeem man, God's own creation, the ones that fell. Adam, had, he had transgressed against God. And you say, well, he didn't do much. He transgressed against God. That, that, I don't know how you can say that softly. See, the, the impact of that one act of disobedience brought in death. He died. His wife died. Eve died. They left the garden as dead people. They couldn't, they couldn't come into the presence of God anymore. So God, in, in Genesis 3.15, he promised to do something. The seed of the woman. God was going to use the seed of the woman and crush the serpent's head. And see, we come to this table and we see the effectiveness of God's promise. It's effective by his own blood. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctify it to the purifying of the flesh, and it did. It did. It did. God gave it. See, so that they could do this, they could, they could realize they were a sinner. They could bring the sacrifice, even though they themselves went home with a guilty conscience. See, it, it appeased God in a, in a sense. See, it made God look forward to the sacrifice that we're here to represent. It made him look forward and then not consume the people. Yes. See, until then, until Jesus died, it was just a matter of not consuming, not saving, just not killing. They had done, they had transgressed God by all being, by, by, it, it was due them to be, to be killed. But see, God was merciful. He was looking forward to the time when Jesus, see, it's not popular to talk about a wrathful God nowadays. It's not popular. 
But see, the fact is, without Jesus, that's all God's got to give. Without Jesus to take away sin, we are still in sin. And believe me, God, God judges that seriously. And he would have. But see, Jesus came. He did. He came. And he lived perfect before God as a man. And he laid down his life in the garden. He knew exactly what was going to take place. He was going to have to be separated from God because that's what we that's what that, that's what that was. That was ours, wasn't it? We had sinned and come short of the glory of God. And for that payment had to be made that we would be separated from a holy God. But Jesus took our place. And he descended into the depths of the earth. Now, try to put, get that in your mind. Jesus, the, he's holy, he's righteous. And yet God laid sin on him. He bore it away. Then he had to descend into the depths of the earth, into the abode of the dead. But Jesus didn't enter into that abode like every other man. Jesus had already destroyed the devil. He had already taken away sin. He enters into the realm of the dead, a victor. And he preaches to the captives. Talk about a captive audience. You got the, everyone that's ever sinned up to that time that are died. They're in the abode. And Jesus preaches the effectiveness of his blood. And we come to remember it because just remembering it will make it, it revigorate it again in our hearts. He laid down his life. He thought that much to lay down his life to please God. I want to please God in remembering him. We come to this table. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works so that you can serve the living God? We come to this table not with bad consciences. We come with good conscience, purged conscience, knowing. See, this is we're fellowshipping with God in this. God said, Jesus says, as often as you do it, do it in remembrance of me. Remember what I did. And when you do that, this this remembrance is powerful. And that's what we're going to do today, brother. For this cause, he is the mediator. He's here right now. He's here with us. He's the mediator. He sees our hearts. And when when we want to remember him and we remember him, he blesses us. He, the, the blood, see, it provides something that we can't get anyplace else. Forgiveness, confidence, knowing that he's, he's done this. Not just saying it, knowing it. I thank God for this, that he, um, he's done this in order that we might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. See, that's why this is linked also to the coming of the Lord. He's going to come. And what is this blood that's provided us with, with, with on the earth while we're still here to have confidence and remember his death? He's coming back. And when he comes, there's an eternal inheritance that's associated with being cleansed by the blood of Christ. This is eternity is a bright future for a believer. Yeah. And see, this, yeah. this table's given us confidence. We're headed towards the marriage supper of the Lamb. That, that, that's what we're headed towards. And after that, well, God will let us know. But until then, let's remember his death till he comes. Let's pray with me, brethren. 
Dear Father, we thank you for giving us your son. We thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ, that he was willing to come and to do your will, Father. Father, we ask, Lord, that as we remember the cost, Father, the, what Jesus laid down his life, that, Father, we would, we would be thankful. You would give us grace, Father, to be able to please you in the remembrance of your son. We ask, Father, that we would bless you, be able to, 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 to that you would strengthen us at this time that we could bless you. We thank you for your son. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes, amen.